Today I fail to discern our times. It'll be a little unique uh, message. And, uh, but there's some insights the Lord has been downloading to me that I want to give to you today. Two months ago, as I was praying, Lord, what is next on your calendar? Holy Spirit spoke to me saying, prepare for escalating warfare in the natural realm and in the spiritual realm. An agitated spirit realm will stir violence in the natural realm. Then four weeks ago, he said, my people will now enter a war season that will be very fierce through the midterm elections. They must engage the battle with prayers, faith decrees, and with worship warfare. He also gave me this prophetic word. My people will begin a war season that will be very fierce through the midterm elections. It will, I will be sending fresh power from heaven to resource my remnant. Fresh fire will be seen of the king's glorious presence rising in their worship. The functioning ecclesia will rise to operate in higher realms of authority. Its advances will be rapid. These next few weeks, you're going to see rapid accelerations of some things. Rapid strikes will come against hindering spirits, government tyranny, and cultural systemic evil. The world will see the deployment of heaven's kingdom ecclesias and angel armies and this will suddenly and aggressively be revealed. The world will see the fierceness of their battlings against my kingdom will be superseded by the fierceness of my wrath against their allegiance to Baal. My fierce deployment will now be seen. Fivefold ministry will engage together against demon-motivated conflicts. The saints will engage. My church will engage. My intercessors will deploy on strike missions against hell's dominion. Angels of glory will deploy on their strike missions. Special forces angels are deployed on their strike missions. That has already happened. Um, remember just a couple of weeks ago, the battering ram angels that were shown to me, and they were going to, they were on a strike mission to go and and uh, come against the iniquitous roots of Baal in the White House. There were four of them. And the battering ram angels came and uh, they, they asked the, the ecclesia to declare proceed. 
And we are declaring, proceed to those battering ram angels. They have now begun their strike missions against roots of iniquity. For the Lord decrees, the striking powers of my kingdom will activate. Strikes by my kingdom warriors will increase with dramatic effects on those whose heart is set towards evil. Do not fear the war season. Anticipate the victories, says the Lord, for the strongholds of hell will be broken by this deployment. Iniquitous roots will wither under its superior power. Hell's strategies will collapse under my ecclesia's delegated authority. Justice will be administrated in my name. Now I want to talk about a certain aspect of this war season in context with some things Holy Spirit has been showing me the last few days. He is adding in insight. I'm going to be very, very prophetic today, so please listen with spiritual ears, not just natural ears. The Apostle Paul talks about warfare in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. It will be a biblical basis for what I'm about to decree. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4 through 6, the Amplified Bible. Now, I'm going to, to take this, I'm going to approach this um, as a corporate word, not just an individual word. Most of the time, when you hear this text, it's directed at the individual and what they do in their lives. And that's good, you can do that. But remember, the church of Corinth is who Paul is writing to. And church is ecclesia. So this is to an ecclesia. It has been diluted and just, uh, and not declared that way, but listen to what God's Word is saying. Verse 4, Amplified Bible, for the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow, the overthrow and destruction of strongholds. The overthrow and the destruction of strongholds. Inasmuch as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings and every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, being in readiness to punish every insubordinate for his disobedience. When your own submission and obedience as a church, ecclesia, are fully secure and complete. The ecclesias, of which there are now hundreds around our nation and world, perhaps even thousands, the true New Testament church is to use mighty spiritual weapons of prayer, of decrees, of worship warfare 
to overthrow and destroy antichrist strongholds. Destroy simply means to utterly defeat them or put an end to it. The new uh, King, the King James Version says that our weapons are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Pulling down is kartharesis, and it's the word in the Greek language for demolish. The ecclesia is called to demolish strongholds, to overthrow them. It's to engage and refute arguments, theories, reasonings against truth. A part of our assignment is that, to, to overthrow, to refute, to demolish reasonings against truth, such as a man can have a baby. You would think that that's obvious, but not in our world. By the way, they can't. Or perhaps, I guess now we have to define what a woman is. The loons don't seem to know. College professors don't seem to know. The Church of England came out and said they didn't know. Fools. The ecclesia is to be ready to punish. Hear what the Scripture says. Hear it. It's to be ready to punish, bring discipline to every insubordinate disobedience. Confronting it with truth, working to overthrow it with intentional actions. Philip's translation, 2 Corinthians 10. The truth is that although we lead normal human lives, the battle we are fighting is on the spiritual level. The very weapons we use, these weapons uh, that we use in our normal everyday life, and I'm glad the apostle and the word of God says the way we live is normal. Normal. The very weapons we use are not human, but powerful in God's warfare for the destruction of the enemy's strongholds. Our battle is to break down every deceptive argument and every imposing defense that men erect against the true knowledge of God. We fight to capture every thought until it acknowledges the authority of Christ. Paul says the ecclesia is to break down every imposing defense or imposing defenses that men erect against the true knowledge of God. We're living in, uh, we're living a natural human life, yes, so Norman, normal human beings that are born again now have weapons, according to what God's Word says, that are empowered to tear down strongholds, though they are spiritual weapons. 2 Corinthians 10, verse 4, Dewey translation. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to God unto the pulling down of fortifications and destroying counsels. 
destroying councils. Again, the ecclesia, according to what the Word of God says, ecclesia, destroy fortifications of evil and destroy their wicked councils with declarations of truth that are filled with God's might. That doesn't sound like the early church and the early apostles preached passivity and being silent. It doesn't sound like to me they were teaching, roll over and pretend you're dead. No, there was a call to engage and not just engage, overthrow plans of evil. One more. The Passion Bible. For though we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power. They are energized with divine power. That would be God's power. His very own power. They are energized with God's very own power to, to effectively dismantle. That'll become important in just a moment. Effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. We capture, like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the Anointed One. The ecclesia's spiritual weapons are energized by divine power, by God's power to dismantle the defenses behind, behind which people hide, organizations hide, ideologies hide, teachers' unions hide, evil councils hide, politicians hide, the, the ecclesia is to use these divinely empowered weapons to insist that those entities bow to the anointed one who is King Jesus, and if they refuse, then work tirelessly to overthrow them. Wow. You say, well, now you're getting a little bit radical. No, I've just been reading the Bible. Wouldn't it be great if we just read the Bible? So the real ecclesia, the real church, is not some helpless religious club. It's divinely empowered to prevail. It's divinely empowered to destroy the works of the devil. It's divinely empowered to do the same works as Jesus did. It's divinely empowered to lock doors or unlock doors. It's divinely empowered to bind things 
tie them up, or loose things, untie them. Christ is not building a bunkered, cave-dwelling church that runs with their back towards the enemy into a hidey hole. No, as the warriors of our time's motto is, front towards the enemy. Eyes straight forward. Swords unsheathed. Weapons divinely empowered, engaged and ready to avenge evil, taking back what the enemy has stolen. For the Lord decrees, I have trained, groomed and called remnant warriors from every kindred, tribe and nation. Men and women born for this moment. That's you. You're born for this moment. God could have had you in the dark ages. He determined, I need them now. You're born for now. They are now being charged with tenacious faith. I see that everywhere I go. There's, it's like the remnants being charged with a special faith right now. They are being anointed with aggressive boldness. Again, I'm seeing that kind of boldness rise. Dominion and authority has been set in their hearts, says the Lord. They have a confident, they are a part of a confident and fierce army that hell has not seen, for I have used pride and arrogance to again blind the forever loser. My Esthers have been moved into position. JLs have tent pegs in their hands. Deborah is singing her war songs. David, the Davids have loaded their slings. Gideons have chosen their 300. Samsons are leaning against pillars. Daniels are saying amen to prayers of deliverance. Elijahs are shouting their rulings through Jezebel's windows. Josephs are now in the palace. They're not in the pit. They're not in the prison. They are now in the palace. The Moses ones are coming down from the mountain with fire in their eyes. Abrahams have walked and claimed the land. Jacobs have wrestled out their destinies. Noahs have built their arks in the face of a, of a jeering world. Jeremiah have declared my, uh, declared my word, says the Lord, that uproots iniquity. And angel armies have been repositioned into the earth. I have my army. I have my remnant. I have my warriors. And yes, I have divinely empowered their weapons. My ecclesia will now begin to boldly move forward. For I will answer hell's challenge. I will answer a world's mocking. A new breed of ready champions are hearing the sound of marching. The battle will be engaged in great victories proclaimed by those renewed in fresh wind. My ecclesia will now engage in war. Dominators are running to the battle line. Liberators are running to the battle line. Terminators are running to the battle line. As aggressive faith fills my champions 
And I say to you, says the Lord, weariness and battle fatigue will now be super, supercharged with supernatural strength. You will have the supernatural strength of your living God surging through you. Weariness is going to go. There will not be battle fatigue. There will be hunger to drive against the enemy. And a glorious, uncompromising army will now begin to move. They will break through the battlefronts of hell as I lead them and multiply my signs, my wonders, and my miracles. Miraculous power will reinforce them. Angel armies will reinforce them. For I have determined to present myself a glorious church, not a dominated church. My champions will now move forward in glory surges. They will move in my power. They will move in my authority. They will move in my strategies. They will move in my Holy Spirit's fullness, and they will move with purpose as my ruling body on the earth. They will restore, they will realign and reconnect America to its covenant roots. They will be my Congress on the earth and they will stand for my cause. This is not something that is, three, that is off in the distance. This is going to happen in the next three months before or at the midterm, till the midterm. So don't think five years from now. Don't think, you know, some century it's coming. You're in it. Something's happening. It's amazing. Now, on July 7, I had a dream, and uh, I felt the dream was of the Lord. I had that feeling, and I just began to pray into this dream, praying it, praying it, praying it, meditating on it, and thinking about this dream. And parts of the dream made sense to me. But other parts of the dream just did not. There were, there were parts of it clear, parts of it not so clear. And I never want to just surmise a dream's meaning and, uh, because not everything in a dream is obvious. It could be symbolic, could be other meanings to it. So I pray, and, and I was praying, Holy Spirit, help me interpret this correctly. Give me wisdom. Give me the spirit of wisdom. The revelation of enlightenment. Help me to discern this. Talk to me, Lord. Give me focus. I've done that for days on dreams. I've done it for weeks, even months on some dreams. And of course, it must, the dream must withstand the scrutiny of God's holy word. Does it violate any scripture? Does it violate any principle of God's Word? Is there an anointing of Holy Spirit on it? Is there a witness in my spirit that there is a message here? Well, there was, but it was like I didn't have a complete picture. And when it happens, I just have to start pressing in and pressing in and pressing in. I don't know why it's like that, but it is. It is for me anyway. 
And I must have said a dozen times, I don't get it, Lord. I don't see it. I, it's not clear. Talk to me. And periodically throughout the, the days, I just would say, talk to me. I don't show me what you are saying. Well, last Sunday night, as I turned out the light, which would have been July the 10th, I, I quietly, when I turned out the light, I, in my heart, said some things to the Lord. And I said, Lord, I almost told that dream this morning, which would have been Sunday morning. I almost told that dream this morning, Lord, and I, I, but I, I, didn't, I didn't have what I needed. And I almost did it, Lord, just thinking, well, if I do it, you'll have to fill in the gaps. And just trust you that way. And yet I couldn't, I just couldn't get there. I wanted to, but I don't have it. And I said, you, you speak to people in the night seasons. You, you, you say that in your word. You speak to your people in dreams and visions. The prophet Joel said that, that you do that. And Lord, I, I'm available. I'm available. Give me insight. Talk to me. Give me strategies. Help me see more clearly. Talk to me about this war season. Well, I wakened the next morning having had another very short dream. And it was, it was just unusual. I don't know even how to describe it because it was like I had had uh, an overnight encounter with the Lord though I was asleep. I mean, it just it just seemed different. And I awakened when my spirit was full. My mind was just quickened. It was, it was alert. I felt like, like I feel like after a great worship service and you're in the presence of the Lord and you just, you feel that presence and you, you just feel full inside. Or you have this encounter with the Lord. That's how I felt. I began to write as quickly as I could before I forgot things what I had seen overnight in this encounter. So I want to put these two dreams together now that are three days apart and prophesy some things into our times. And I'm sure clarity uh, is going to grow as other apostles hear it, other prophets hear it, intercessors hear it, and begin to speak into this. But I believe God is giving us some things to birth in prayer the next few weeks. In the dream, I was walking towards the front of the White House in Washington, D.C. Walking, you've all seen it. I was walking up towards it. As I grew closer to the front entrance of the White House, I could see that they had built on to the front. And they had built a big marquee, like you would see on the front of movie theaters, that kind of marquee. They had built a big marquee, and this marquee was lit up, and it read, now showing, liar, liar.
a little lower than the big marquee were two smaller signs, one on the right and one over on the left. The two smaller signs read, coming soon, the avalanche. Both read the same, coming soon, the avalanche. In the dream, I said to a guy who had come up beside me, and he was looking at, at this marquee as well, and I didn't know who this guy was. I, I didn't know him from Adam. But somehow in this dream, I knew the guy's name. His name was Jerry. I was so intrigued by this that later on, I looked up the name Jerry because I thought, well, this has got to be significant. He, there's a word here. Something's going on. I never, I've never had any dream like this. So I looked it up, and Jerry means tip of the spear. Or it can mean head of the spear, or it can just mean spear. But in the Hebrew language, it also means exalted of the Lord or who the Lord exalts. It's also uh, the name for German soldiers in World War II. And as I prayed into that saying, Holy Spirit, you obviously gave me that name for a reason. What are you saying? And I heard Holy Spirit say, soldiers you don't even know. Remnant warriors you don't even know. Soldiers exalted of the Lord, you don't know. The Lord's spear carriers, his intercessors, his sons and daughters on the tip of the spear are also seeing this marquee. The remnant is seeing these signs. And I knew Holy Spirit was telling me that he was anointing the ecclesia to now see the signs on the White House. They were going to see the sign there clearly. Well, I said to Jerry, I didn't know they turned the White House into a movie theater. And he replied, oh, those aren't movies. Haven't you heard? They are live shows. It's a live performance. Liar, liar is a live show. And then everything in the dream shifted. It all changed. And an angel of the Lord appeared to me in this dream. And I knew instantly that this angel was a part of the communication angels that are under Gabriel. Uh, because of the blue sash that he wore. It's how God speaks to me and identifies angels. Um, he was a messenger angel under Holy Spirit or Lord Sabios supervision. So this was a messenger angel appears to me in a dream, in this dream. And the angel said to me, the ecclesia must go to seven mountain mountains. Take them there. And I said, well, I've heard of, of the seven mountains of the culture, 
but I've never heard of Seven Mountain Mountain. Where is it? And the angel said, it's a spiritual mountain overlooking the White House, adding, there are barrier beams built into the mountain like a lattice to protect the White House from landslides. The ecclesia must go and remove those barriers. And in the dream, I simply said, we'll do it. We'll, we'll get that done. We'll take care of it. And then the, the dream shifts again. And now I'm driving up the mountain in a white work van that was filled with who I knew, somehow knew in this dream, was a Holy Spirit empowered work, work team. The sign on the side of the van, the sign on the side of the van read, Ecclesia response team. Ecclesia response team. Also coming up behind me, up this mountain, were six other vans filled with these Holy Spirit empowered response teams. And of course, the number seven is very significant because it's the number of wholeness or completeness. I knew that we were going to completely take the barrier down. There was going to be a completeness, a wholeness about this. We were going to completely destroy a barrier. We drove up the mountain until we, we saw a sign that said, avalanche area stay out and we knew this was where we're supposed to be so we get out of the vans and we begin to work on the barriers holding back the mountain and i could see the workers with with blow torches and they were cutting the welds on this these metal beams building into the hillside, this lattice work of beams, they were cutting the welds free on these beams while others were dragging the beams out of the way. Everyone was dirty, they were sweaty, and finally we got all the barriers moved. And one of the workers said to me in this dream, how are we supposed to start the avalanche. And I said, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let me make a call. And I got my phone out and I called the angel that had given us the assignment. And this is a dream. <laughs> I called the angel and I said, Hey, how are we supposed to start this avalanche? And he said, you're not supposed to start the avalanche. Just remove the barriers. The king will start the avalanche himself with a great shaking when the time is right. And that was the dream. I have been praying over this dream, pondering it, thinking it for hours. And I'm convinced 
something began to happen inside of me. I am confident. My faith has been quickened. I know in my knower that the liar, liar show is about to be hit with the king's avalanche. Hear the word of the Lord. Hear what Holy Spirit is saying to the church. The Lord says, Ecclesia, engage the barriers of hell and the barriers made by man. Dismantle them with weapons of warfare that I have divinely empowered. For my name and my words are filled with uprooting power. Uproot! seven mountain strongholds with supernatural powers and my superior authority. In my name, uproot demon fortifications that have protected seven mountain corruption of my ways. Uproot lying spirits bunkered in the White House and fed by hell-bent leaders. I say, says the Lord, the war season, this war season will see the uprooting power of your king. Roots of deception, theories, reasonings, arguments that have promoted social dementia will now be pulled up and destroyed. Send your response teams to strongholds. Some of you are about to get an assignment. Some of you are going to join some response teams. I believe it was Chuck Pierce that said, we got to move into D.C. Uh, throughout July. We, we do. We can change things. But I knew that some of you are going to hear a call deep inside to be a part of a response team. To go. Do something. You're going to a stronghold somewhere to decree the words of the Lord. Ecclesia, send your response teams to strike strongholds. Hear the calling of your God. Use the weapons I have divinely empowered and demolish positions of evil. Overthrow ideologies that have rooted into your culture. Refute them with bold truth. And I will empower you. For I am empowering, I am pouring forth irrefutable power to refute insane distortions of my ways, to uproot and refute the confusing mindset of demons rooted into education, rooted into media, rooted into government, rooted into those who have allowed their conscience to become seared. The Lord says you will see the confusion of the confused demolishing their own agendas as my ecclesia stands in faith for my word it's uprooting season. This war window will see, says the Lord, the emerging of my great ecclesia, empowered displays of my mightiness. They will move in irrefutable power, disciplining insubordinate disobedience, demolishing hell's counsel in boardrooms.
bringing demon thoughts in deranged minds to aimless blathering. Heard any aimless blathering? My ecclesia will bring down the defenses hiding the wicked and their plans, exposing, refuting, and demolishing them. They will exercise their war weapons of prayer, decrees, and worship warfare that I have supernaturally empowered. They will use their keys and unlock the cellar doors in the White House and the cellar doors on Capitol Hill, revealing the underground root systems of iniquity, pulling them down for demolition. Root cellars will be open, says the Lord, in this war season. For you will now enter a fullness of time that I have planned. And the liar, liar, live performance in the White House will be shown to the world. The liar, liar show will come to an end, for coming soon is the avalanche. I will shake seven mountain, mountain, and my landslide will begin. Liar, liars will be swept away. The mud they have thrown will become a mud flow that overthrows their power. Ecclesia, dismantle the protective barriers. Activate your response teams. Activate your divinely empowered weapons. And I will trigger the avalanche. The avalanche of the living God is now on the agenda, not five years from now, not 20 years from now. He said, this war season. Now, I'm going to pray this, but singers and musicians, come. This ecclesia comes into agreement with your word, Lord. We set ourselves in alignment to not just hear, but participate. Desiring to be on the tip of the spear. Desiring to be your spear into this nation, into this world. We come into agreement, Lord. Send the avalanche. End the lying performance. End it. Send a landslide against evil. Expose the root systems of evil. Open the cellar doors and expose the wicked root systems there. Open the cellar door at the White House. Open the cellar door on Capitol Hill. Show us the iniquity roots. Holy Spirit, call your response teams forth. Teams I don't even know. Warriors I don't even know. Spear carriers I've never even met. Send the strike force teams. Oh, 
send. Strike forth angels, the breakthrough angels, the battering ram angels. Send them. We declare the barriers protecting evil be torn down in the name of King Jesus. The barriers built to hide iniquity be removed in Jesus' name. We declare the lies are ending. The avalanche is coming. The avalanche is coming. The avalanche is coming. The landslide is coming. A landslide of change is coming. A landslide of change is coming to overthrow the hidden agendas of the anointing against the anointed one. Shake seven mountain mountains. Shake it. Shake it, God. Set herself in agreement. I set myself in agreement as an apostle of your kingdom. This ecclesia comes into agreement. Shake seven mountain mountain. Begin the landslide. The enemies of the Lord will experience the king's avalanche. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. The avalanche is coming. We're clearing the barriers. Activate the response teams. Breathe into the heart of your warriors now. Engage the battle ecclesia. Use your divinely empowered weapons. Our king will set the avalanche. Hear the rumbling on the mountain. Feel the shaking under your feet, wicked ones. Feel it shaking. Feel the tremble underneath your feet. Blather your lies of confusion. Your performance is ending. The avalanche is coming. The avalanche of King Jesus, the anointing one, is closing your show. The avalanche is coming. The avalanche is coming. The landslide's coming. Change. Baal's root systems are being uprooted and demolished. Michael's angels are striking. They're striking now. Ecclesia response teams are on their strike missions. They're moving up towards the strongholds. The response teams are moving to the fortifications of hell to demolish them with the superior weapons of your God because the avalanche is coming. The Lord says, raise your authority, raise your faith, make your decrees, worship in warfare, pray, and I will trigger the avalanche. I will trigger the avalanche. War. War through the midterms. And you will see the avalanche of King Jesus that has been planned. to break open the cellar doors 
and destroy roots of iniquity. You will see my Joseph's rise in the palace. They're there, says the Lord, you will see them. For I will bring the avalanche. And hell cannot stop it. For Antichrist spirits have not even seen the miraculous rise of my ecclesia as it will now see. An overwhelming, aggressive, bold army is rising. And they will march with power, authority, and great weapon systems I divinely have charged to tear down strongholds. The blathering will end because the avalanche comes. The show and performance of lies will end, says the Lord of hosts. Lord, we just commit this word to you. We seal it deep inside. We will not forget. You will hear us declare over and over and over and over and over and over and over. The avalanche is coming. The ecclesia will hear. They will hear it in this nation and world. And they will join the chorus. The avalanche is coming. It will crescendo. In such a way that it resonates and shakes seven mountain mountain. And the world will have to print in their media. An avalanche has happened. The landslide of the Lord. Amen. Intercessors, you have your assignment, not just here, you watching. Intercessors, tip of the spear warriors all over this world, you just got your assignment. Declare it. May your voice be bold. Victory. 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 Yes, Terry, please come. Please come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was negligent and not saying what was at the end of the little um, talk that I said. And at the end of it, it said, proceed general. And so I, I didn't do it, but I haven't been able to get away from it. So for what it's worth, proceed general. Thank you, Brother Terry. Amen. So that would mean you're the troops. So you have to do what I say. Proceed, troops. Let's proceed. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Go and enjoy the rest of your day and stay on the tip of the spear. Hallelujah.